0: so the next one's just really short i'm talking to mama mccaffrey here i'll call her mcmc what the fuck is wrong with your son's body that's it i've got him in a startup dynasty in the first year and uh yeah his value's just uh falling it's great <laughs> and then that happens so yeah great thanks mama at cmc um should have done some more yoga As you were pregnant or something I don't know what you should have done
1: <laughs> I think Maybe You're a few kidding. more teaspoons of cement With his cornflakes in the morning
0: Have a talk to your son mama CMC Just have a talk to him
1: Just thinking about some of the tougher guys in sports And I'm pretty sure almost all of them And their mums appear on like Campbell's Chunky Soup Hats I don't know Wasn't it like Tony Lockett and Spider Everett And guys like that here in the Australian Football Rules Who are on the Campbell's Chunky <laughs> Soup And those guys never miss games, do they? No, I don't think so um, But yeah, if you can just get on the Spider Diet That'd be great It's game time! So to me, that would be a good way to open it up. Yes! You know, so, yeah, there's definite appeal there. Oh, no, uh, we just lost our under-20 demographic. It points. was a fizz So
0: where do young people go when they're not uh, catching passes at the Steelers' tape? Someone like the Jets will probably throw a massive coin at him to try and send his career into a tailspin. Hot diggity-dog. I'm an
1: optimist. So I like having lots of options. Because, I mean, we see this all the time. We see three for twos, we see two for
0: ones. Honestly, mate, that'd be enough to make me play well. This is a game my wife and I play at home, and you're like, whoa! <laughs> This is the Astro League. It sounds
1: so weird in like
0: an Australian accent. The Astro League. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> the Astro League podcast. I think my sheriff's decision is I, I just wouldn't do it during the season. T-E-L-O-R. I don't know about you. Taylor Talk time.
1: It's week 13. Any other year, this would have been the last week of the regular season. This year, not the case, and it just means that we get another dose of Taylor
0: Talk. Mate, welcome back. Mate, great to be back. Um, Was happy enough to get another win in Astro, so I was pretty stoked (laughs) with that. But um, yeah, a lot's happening. There's a lot to go through moving forward, so let's get into it, mate.
1: Mate, it was a heck of a week. Mate, I have I actually had a really great week. So I'm going to pass the baton to you for what gets the GOAT to start up. I want to hear what you've got to yeah. say because my week was... Bulletproof, brother.
0: Yeah, mate, we'll get into that later. I'm sure you're just going to bring that band in again that we've got a retainer. Uh, so I'll go into just a couple of uh, what gets my goat because you're just like, you know, living with butterflies and, you know, you know, stro- <laughs> strolling through meadows and stuff at the moment.
1: I need a minute to complain about a couple of things. There's some things that are getting my goat.
0: Yeah, I don't. Now. I feel like that's happened every episode. There's just something that comes out of my mouth and you're like, well, I don't know if anyone ever would have predicted this. You could kiss my eyes. Uh, Arse, son. I miss doing that in back-to-back weeks by the skin of an Antarctic man's dick That guy hasn't
1: run through rushing touchdowns since television was in black and white
0: but Hasn't Joel been kissed on the dick by, you know, dick-kissing leprechauns? Like, it's just been unbelievable the last six weeks There are a couple of the arseholes that have taken off my Christmas card list now That was a brutal section for you, <laughs> oh my goodness
1: Yeah, anyway, um, there was a lot that I was wrong about, wrong, wrong,
0: wrong, wrong That's fair, that's a whole podcast First guy is actually someone on your team. Russell Wilson, you fucking spud. How does DK Metcalf have zero targets deep into the third quarter? I know your finger is all kinds of filth, but how can you be out there struggling to throw and not just think, hmm, maybe I'll get the ball to the biggest human alive.
1: (laughs) I'm sensing a bit of animosity.
0: Uh. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm calm, I'm zen, you know, all good oh, I was just happy yeah. to get that out of it. <laughs> calm and zen Mate, that was
1: an anomaly Because, I mean, you could see Russ could actually throw it He had like 107 million yards to Tyler Lockett um, It got me thinking that maybe DK um, had said something a bit snide to Russ on the sideline before the game Or maybe, you know, nicked off with a pack of his twisties or something from the canteen earlier in the afternoon I don't know, something going on there
0: He mustn't like the unicorn jizz and DK's hair, obviously. Um, So the next one's just really short. I'm talking to Mama McCaffrey here. I'll call her MCMC. (laughs) MCMC? What the fuck is wrong with your son's body? That's it.
1: That's it. That
0: is short. That's it. Just like him. That's all. That's it. I've got got him in a startup dynasty in the first year. And, uh, yeah, his value is just falling. (laughs) great and uh he's just giving me nothing and my team's actually going pretty well and i thought i had a decent uh chance to do a playoff run and then that happens so yep great thanks mama cmc um i don't know should have done some more yoga as you were pregnant or something i don't know what you (laughs) should (laughs) have done maybe a few more teaspoons of
1: cement with his uh with his cornflakes in the morning because uh he's definitely turned into a guy who's just uh all of a sudden just getting nicked up beat up smashed up and um Man, it makes me worry about his long-term prospects. On a very serious note in terms of a man who needs his health so he can enjoy his life after his football. Because uh, a young guy, yeah, it would be great to be able to see him get to a place of restored health and be really, really in good shape and, and have a really you know, prolific career. But on this just turning up to work at a football team and not being able to perform the job it is super frustrating uh, for anyone who's a CMC owner in this sort of format of staff where it's it's, it's fake football. But, you know, we're passionate as all shit about it, and and he's a tough owner. and poor Marky Mark has not got what he thought he was going to get out of CMC when he drafted
0: in number 101 this year. Have a talk to your son, mum of CMC. Just have a talk to him.
1: Just thinking about some of the tougher guys in sports, and I'm pretty sure almost all of them and their mums appear on, like, Campbell's Chunky Soup ads, so maybe we can just get CMC in touch with Campbell's Soup and get something going on there. Because, I don't know, wasn't it, like, Tony Lockett and Spider Everett and guys like that here in the Australian Football Rules who are on the Campbell's Chunkies. And those guys never miss games, do they? No, I don't think so. I mean, I've got a love affair with Spider Everett. always have. I was just killed a guy for a long time uh, and I won't hear anyone say anything negative about Spider.
0: So um, yeah, if he can just get on the Spider diet, that'd be great. I feel like he should end up and you'd see all these players in the boxing ring. I reckon he would have been a good boxer. Turn this into Spider Everett talk. <laughs> so so welcome to the Spider Everett podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. I made a deal with myself this week. Not as many digressions this week, Matty. Um,
0: we'll keep it to 30.
1: We'll keep it down to 30. Yeah. I got to cut down. I can't go cold turkey. <laughs> uh, so, you know what doesn't get my goat is clearly talking about Spider Everett. But things that do get my goat, first one is the bullshit football team. Now, they're in my division. and <laughs> get, get, get him. <laughs> this is so maddening. Because if the world ended today, that dickhead would be representing the clown car division of the, in the <clears throat> playoffs, right? Now, Taylor, through the week, both you and Mark related to me how both you, you, you guys are in a lot of leagues. In fact, the more the merrier. What are You're in eight. Mark's in 17 or something absurd. But nothing matches the prestige and pedigree of the Astros, right? And, and you guys both, both related that to me this week, which makes me feel great. But I hate to see that that sentiment is going to be cheapened, firstly, by this awful division getting a seat at the table, but mostly because there is now a hot chance that the team, who are 15th in scoring this season, are going to be the heavy favourites to get that honour bestowed upon them. And in all honesty... They aren't fucking worthy.
0: Yeah, especially when there's that smart-ass call in the uh, podcast, um, that little intro. He's like, oh, hope someone could actually uh, give me a challenge this year. Um, <laughs> well, everyone's giving – you know, no one you've actually played given you a challenge, but everyone else has because your team sucks ass. And you have no points, and it's absolutely disgusting that you're even up there, and uh, you should be missing the playoffs this week. So let's go, Jack. So, no
1: one on earth is going to be shooting for Jackal more than me. In fact, I'm a how the trade deadline's going because I think I would have been trying to push him things to try and help him <laughs> get everyone to try and trade with Jackal. 15 of us together, we could work against
0: him. <laughs> Let's give him more time to train for his next triathlon. Let's just send him.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, make it a short season. I mean, he's no threat in the playoffs anyway, so...
0: Oh! <laughs> yeah, until the team he plays against fucking has nine injuries and scores 50.
1: It doesn't matter how successful he is in the regular season. Uh, It turns out Andy Dalton has as many postseason wins as Adam. So, very good. My second one is Ben Roethlisberger. But, you know, I got thinking, Tay, and I turned this around, and I thought, thought, is this really Ben's fault or is it my fault? Maybe I'm what gets my goat. I've been seemingly picking this never-ending carousel of miscreants and losers at quarterback every week. And even on my buy low, I've been doing it. I've only been given this stark reminder from these unwashed and unloved loved as to why they are indeed the worst people in the sports world. So I don't know. Maybe I've just got to start boycotting, talking about buy low quarterbacks. I just kind of wondered if maybe the problem isn't with Ben or, or, or anybody. And I'm going to censor that. No one's going to know what name I just said under that beat. but you'll all know. <laughs> or is it
0: me? Is it actually my fault that I've just got lofty expectations for these horrible quarterbacks? Yeah, take a good look at yourself, mate. That was filth. It's not like anyone else in this podcast talked up a, a Bilo candidate uh, last week and then put him as their start of the week. But no, yeah, no one else did that.
1: No, that is true. No Nobody one else did that. Did
0: that. <laughs> and then, you know, threw two touchdowns and got benched for uh, an XFL star.
1: Mate, right, look, just while we're crying great big crocodile tears here, we each only tipped one out of four this week in Astros. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we did
0: well. Um, there was one some of upset picks and stuff. Like, look, we yeah. picked who we picked. It is what it is. We've had some good weeks. We had, you know, we picked eight out of eight one week. Yeah. So, you take the good with the bad, mate. I'm, I'm <laughs> happy to move on.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. Let's go and pick a whole fresh set and let's get these previews up and running. eh? Let's do it. I'm going to go through what the playoffs would look like if they started today. And let's preview week 13. I reckon that'll come out good. But this year, I just kind of feel like it's different, don't you? If you look at this year, how tight it is.
0: Previewing all of this week's matchups.
1: Exactly. And how exciting would that be? Well, it would certainly give people something to think about. And that's a wrap. Now, you've got the East and the West, and I'm going North and the South, but quick piece of business, because we've got a lot of teams on bye this week, and it's going to mess this the shit up. When you combine that with the injuries, did you, see, did you catch the news segment of the early week show? It was like 14 minutes of me just going, so this guy's injured, and this guy's injured, and this guy's injured, and this guy could be returning, but he's still injured. It was, yeah, it was horrible. Now, combine that with four teams on bye.
0: I don't know how anyone's going to have a team to play this week. I do, mate. It was an asshole sandwich, and it's it makes it hard because there's some teams that just literally have empty slots in this, yeah. in their teams because they're going to have to go to waivers. So waivers is going to get an absolute dementing this week. So I'll have to do the best I can, but I'm such a professional that I'll I'll be able to move forward. I oh, know you'll make your way through,
1: mate. And I think the yeah. waivers may have it's only tough. just run as well, which makes it fun. So yeah, we'll be able to fill in some gaps as we go. We are recording this at like 8 o'clock on a Wednesday night. So, yeah, we'll, we'll do our best, guys. We, we always do our best. Uh, the always, teams on mate. the bye, they are Carolina Panthers, Cleveland Browns, Green Bay Packers, and the Tennessee Titans. I said that right, didn't I?
0: Sh-shyton? Yeah, you did. I think I brought that up really early in the season, and we sort of threw it away when they just kept creeping past teams. Uh, but yeah, I'm happy to bring it back. now. Yeah? I mean, yeah. it's pretty unlucky their injury situation, but you know, that's for another Titans, you know, podcast that yeah. I could talk about for three hours.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I will be appearing on Taylor's Titans podcast later in the <laughs> week too, which I cannot wait for. Uh, all right, man. If you want to kick this off. you got the East and the West. Where are you going to start? Because I know one of these divisions is good one of them is not. So uh, it depends on if you want to get through the pain first or if you just want to save it for the end and start on a high
0: note. <laughs> I'm all for the pain, mate. I'm going to start with your Mike Davis-like uh, division, Matty See. Uh, what's the record for the worst division ever? Because this couldn't take the cake.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's getting close, isn't it?
0: <laughs> so the Greg Inglis is from New South Wales football team uh, versus the guy we all hope wins this division, Mr. why? No bias at all here on this podcast, as you know. <laughs> Again, we so are consummate professionals, consummate. of course, mate. Absolute. This is this will be the theme of the podcast. Absolute yeah. professionalism. So no one up against cousins. Adam just unzipped his pants and whopped out a pin stick. <laughs> <laughs> what a start! Wow, we are As awesome always racing. <laughs> yep. Barkley and Johnson up against Gordon and Gibson. Jackal smacks that John, son. (laughs) I wasn't ready for that. (laughs) Uh, But I love it. (laughs) We'll find a way to move on. Again, professionalism. Crowder and Jefferson up against Diggs and Mooney. Fortunately (laughs) for Adam, he belts those cheeks with a spoon (laughs) I will never get tired of the spoon A jokes, by the way, ever. Love it. Nah, ever. There's no way. There's not enough in, the, in this world. Uh, Gronkowski up against Kittle. I think my man parts just leaked a little. What a <laughs> matchup. <laughs> no, no comment. Just moving on. Just yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> again, just great podcast uh, content, mate. Uh, no one up against Tony Pollard. Pitbull will be left of a bone which is hard in his pants. <laughs> Bono. Jackal beats the shit out of Adam. The difference between the teams will be a giant chasm. Ah, oh, chasm. I love chasm. Yeah, I brought back chasm. Yeah, I brought it back. <laughs> brought I was keen.
1: So, I mean, I'm looking at Adam's team too, and he's got Antonio Brown, who's questionable, not given a projection at the moment. Could be back? Don't know. Against a genuine asshole defense. That's tantalizing. But if he's not, he actually doesn't have an option for his flex because everyone else... Place for cleveland or tennessee on his bench so they're all on by and he doesn't have a deep. He
0: yeah he's like i said he's giving me one of those teams that he'll be hitting the way wide hard um yeah what does he could, do that yeah, thing he did last
1: year where he just ate a 50 in a week where he knew he had some guys on by and he's like you know what this is a strategic choice to not fill them so i don't have to part with valuable things and just eat one loss and roll with it and see what happens he's done that before
0: Wait, he hasn't been just doing that all year and just eating really bad scores. Oh, yeah, he keeps winning anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I I digress. Uh, Now, Hayden up against the Gary Glory (laughs) Holtz. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I don't know if I
1: want to be associated with that part of camera. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) I went South Canberra this way this time and you know, engine glory holes. So, you know, it was never gonna be great. <laughs> Very quickly.
1: Though, right. Queen, Bion, I think Queen, Bion, I feel like has more connective tissue to South Canberra than North Canberra. So I guess uh, as a Queen Bion, a died in the war Queen Bion bloke, I think I would allow that. But I don't know, fat and pines is a bit dodgy, mate. Gary's right across now, nah,
0: it's I don't know. I don't think I can allow it. Look, mate, it's on the ballot. It's on the ballot. So if people <laughs> want to vote for it, it's there. It's gonna be on the fifth preference from my party. <laughs> Everything that it comes up on this podcast has to go on the ballot. That's part of the rules. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm writing it down. Glory holes. All one word? Yes. All one word, mate. Oh, <laughs> okay. there's a space between Gary and glory holes. You know, I'm yeah, professional. Yeah, no, but glory holes. All one word? Yep. All one word, mate. Yep. Okay. Just making sure for integrity. Because <laughs> we're high course, on integrity. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what we're all about here. Um, Burrow up against Lamar Jackson. Hayden Max that ass, son. <laughs> Fournette and Mitchell against Coleman and Sanders. Scuba has a better chance of sleeping with Ned Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Easily a better chance. That's going to be disgusting. Um, Hopkins and Boyd against Evans and Chase. Scuba becomes a proctologist and opens up some space between your buttocks. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I feel like I brought Proctologist in pretty hard About two weeks ago I I must have said about six
0: times in the episode So I've I've introduced a whole new category And I'm sure you didn't know where I was going So I had to add the between your buttocks Just to really paint the (laughs) picture
1: Oh, you know, because when I was mentioning the Proctologist I didn't look up what they do for work at all I was just
0: guessing So cook up against your boy Dawson Knox My boy Stephen will feel like his bare ass fell onto rocks (laughs)
1: I always feel sad when it's not a Cox joke, but that's pretty good.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, look, mate, I, again, professionalism. I have to go elsewhere. The people want different lovely rhymes. That's, that's what they've been messaging. They to go different.
1: Before. It went from the front
0: to the back. It's gone from Cox to yeah, arse yeah. on Rocks. So. <laughs> this is why I have the paparazzi following me everywhere, mate. Um, Aguilar, Oregon's chronically emitting horse shit. Oh, the crimes that Clyde was going to commit. I'm taking the glory holes here. You are still alive, Matty C. So for that, you can cheer, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't
1: know how I'm going to pull this off. Uh, I really need Jackal to do me a solid. I mean, I don't know well, that my all- team is worthy either. I've just given Adam a spray at the top of the show, and I'm not sure my team is worthy. But I think head-to-head, and we're going to see that next week, I think my team's better well, than Adam. So I just want to be within that half win, just so we can go mano-a-mano. Well, I'll just pick Jackal, so we know what's going to happen. <laughs> and our recent track history of uh, picks coming up has been so legit.
0: <laughs> just schmick, mate, schmick.
1: All right. Uh, well, that's the East. All right. You got me moving to six and seven. You got Scuba eating another donut, going to four and nine. Of The other part, the Jackal football team, seven and six. Man, that'll be his third seven-win season. Oh, I'm so impressed by Jackal this year, and it'll knock Adam down to six, six and one, a neat 500 through 13 wins.
0: Now, the Space Cadets against the Brencox Dickman, <laughs> which, by the way, is copyrighted. Oh,
1: is it? You hit the patent Office, yep. everything's all right, IP, yep. you onto it. Yep. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Now, Return of the Mac against Joshua Allen. Dick men take this and get a medallion for ass-kicking. Whoa, a medallion.
1: Oh, I'm impressed. Yep. Did you go to, a, like, one of those Rhyme websites to try and get that one? No, of course not.
0: <laughs> Absolutely <good>. not, mate. <laughs> I've got to give you more credit You you absolutely have to Uh, (laughs) Booker and Collins Against Ingram and Murray I'd rather sit on the toilet all night And shit out curry Horrendous matchup
1: (laughs) It really is And you think this is bad Wait till you see the uh, four in the next matchup But Jesus Christ At this point this is going to be like a low watermark For four head-to-head matchup players Through the whole season And it's amazing that there's one that's
0: worse (laughs) Well, anyway, Lockett and Kirk against Gallup and Jefferson. We all know Justin. Smash that ass, son. Get up. Because that's a Gallup reference. Me. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> Conklin against Dallas. Got it. This could be close, but I don't give a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: reckon Brendan's got it here. Yeah, see what I did
0: there? <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Myers against OBJ. Against Jacksonville, Odell puts his balls on display. <laughs> <sighs> Man, and what's it going to take for this
1: guy to do something? I mean, I cut him clean right before he got picked up by the Rams, and he's done. No, well, he got a touchdown the other day, but I mean, last honestly, week he's still not—he's still still not getting massive. Uh, he's still not getting massive target share, you know.
0: He's just not. I think I would rather have him now than I would have at the Browns. Put it that way. Um, oh, yeah, considering it was his second week and he pulled out a decent game, I know it was just one big play, but you know that's probably what he is for the rest of the season. He's like because they lost Woods, it's kind of like. Cups, the constant, and then him and Van Jefferson are probably just going to switch between who gets the big play. That's what it feels like. Well,
1: you know, so you say, oh, Odell, it was all one big play. Van Jefferson had about six big plays. So it shows you where on the pecking order Odell Beckham is. Get a van, man.
0: He's definitely third. (laughs) Get a van. Um, So the dick men win, and it's an abomination. Seahorse (laughs) is going to need an anal operation. (laughs) Oh, God.
1: It's now bad. this is a proud moment for Birdman because he hasn't been in the playoffs. This guy has got every record in the world for winning anything. Hasn't been in the playoffs since 2017 when he appeared in a grand final, and he's been on hard time. So this will be a triumphant return for the Dick Men, getting all the way back. And any the, the track record of making the playoffs versus him then converting into a grand final appearance are dizzyingly good. So this guy is legit. Look out,
0: everybody. Sounds good, mate. Good You'll luck to the, the Dick Men. The dick Men. Uh- Finally, the CMCs against the Cornwankers. This heavyweight matchup, as I mentioned already, has been completely ruined by some huge outs. But like the professional I am, I will move forward. <laughs> well, I can't <laughs> wait to see what this is going to be like. God. Tour against some guy named Brady. Thomas will stand up because he's the real slim shady. Oh. Against Atlanta, he'll be cleaning up like Sadie. The Cleaning Lady. What a reference. Wow. Oh, gosh. And our foreign listeners are going to have as much clue on that as they do with Spider Everett.
1: But, wow. I'm all Literally. there for 60s Johnny Farnham. Come on. Come oh.
0: How could or not? What a, that that went so many layers deep. Just well done, Taylor. Well fucking done. Yeah, poet po- po- yeah, po- po- society is just losing their mind, having a party in the corner here. There's a um, going
1: on in the background here for you. Yeah. I just need to also quickly say, US <laughs> listeners, if you're listening in like Connecticut or Ohio, or so, do yourself a fucking favour and Google up John Farnham, F-A-R-N-H-A-M, John Farnham. Ah, oh, mate. Just the voice itself. Just, just look up the, you are the voice. voice, and it will change you your the fucking voice. life. And and try and understand. And a piece of toast while you're at it, and just get the full fucking experience. I'm telling you. Ugh.
0: And guys, just make a noise and make it clear. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Javante and Lindsay against Robinson and Hines. Hines and Lindsay are about as good as a pine's cone up the ass. <laughs> draw in the draw on this matchup.
1: Oh, how about this matchup? Who would have thought that Jay Robinson has been a fringe flex all year? This is how good Ryan's team is. But now, all of a sudden, he's going to be the big dog in a four-way... He's the big dog. Wow. Unreal. So, DeAndre <laughs> Swift is still in there with a projection at the moment. But, she we're actually both going to he won't... God.
0: Well Delvin Cook still has a projection. NFL.com is ridiculous. It does it doesn't take into account anything that's happened for a long time. So Delvin Cook, there's no chance he plays. Zero. And yeah. the and um the coach of Detroit's already come out and said he's like Swift's basically no chance anyway. And why would you ever like chance a guy when you are 0-10-1 or whatever the hell you are. What, I can make front, mate. DeAndre Swift. Oh, yeah, they're coming. They're coming to that in the hunt. Yeah. Turns out <laughs> sorry, the 6th and seven seed
1: in the <clears throat> NFC has still got negative records. So, you know, Detroit actually in the hunt, even though they're the only team who aren't on the page when the in the hunt page comes up.
0: <laughs> no, they still actually so, have a chance. Sorry, guys. That was bad analysis by me. Hopefully, you were listening to John Farnham by now. So, <laughs> you didn't really hear it. Um, so... Pittman and Higgins against McCorran and Waddle. I think Mark finds lightning in a bottle and oh. throttles those wankers. Wow. I like
1: that. We love Jalen Waddle, yeah. by the way. We're part of the – we've ditched to Darnold and we're now oh. in the Waddle
0: fan club. Oh, yeah. I, Mark, if you're listening, I hope you are, just put Waddle's face on uh, – On, on am <laughs> Sam Darnold let's just change the membership. Yeah. We'll keep the same – we'll keep the same barcodes and uh, just, just change the
1: vase. Yeah, do it. I've been penguin walking everywhere today, just doing the waddle after his touchdown celebration. I've been doing that all day.
0: Absolutely. All right, your favourite, Gesaki <laughs> Against that. Mark Andrews. Let's hope it's not one of those games where Mike spews <laughs> out his rectum. Give that one to Ryan. Judy up against Cortland Sutton. Mark just unzipped, and he'll be putting his salami in Ryan's mummy daddy button. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <God damn. laughs> I cannot wait to hear that back later
0: Jeepers. Yeah, that was, that was a few more layers deep again <laughs> ah, You've really spent the time on this this week I'm really impressed <laughs> Thanks, mate A bit of extra effort yeah. So Brady's abuse of Atlanta gets the wankers home This will leave Ryan with foam in his crutch
1: Oh, mate, I was looking at this matchup too and thinking, okay, so the running backs, it's almost a total wash, but you've even got to give that to Ryan. And really the only spot where I thought that Marky had a huge edge was his two receivers and and his flex. And they're, they're, they're actually pretty good. But it means that he's really at a deficit of like five or six positions to three. Oh,
0: poor Marky, Mark. From quarterback down to me, it's very even. I'm taking Ryan purely on the quarterback matchup. That's honestly oh, what I'm doing. F- i I think the rest can be close. Like I wouldn't be surprised to see it within four or five points from that down. Um, I just think Tom Brady could go fucking ballistic
1: this week. Now, I mean, we've definitely seen that Tampa Bay do not mind just continuing to step on the fucking throat of whoever they're playing, and you don't see a lot of Blaine Gabbert coming in in the fourth these days just to try and ice the win. No, no, they uh,
0: they just keep on ramming it down, yeah, until they've got forty points on the board. So the hope. For what, like what happened last week, and you know, this is probably your hope too, uh, yeah. is that they just go to Fournette, and he just, you know, Tom Brady just gets the yards all the way down to the five, and then Fournette just rushes him in, or catches the pass. Well, sorry, doesn't catch the pass because that would help Tom Brady. Uh, if he just keeps rushing him in, Tom Brady scored like eleven points. So, and Fournette point um, to wrong because that would also help Jackal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just a few trick plays.
1: Just get, Bruce
0: <laughs> get Aaron, Fournette chucking the to this bar.
1: podcast, I'm just telling you. I don't Always. Left with a quick, you know, little nudge about the play calling sheet. And away we go. we got this, mate. Bruce, Bruce, I'll see you at the family reunion next week, mate. I mean, everyone knows that Bruce Arians is a closet Aussie. How else do you get the first name Bruce? So, you know, it makes sense. <laughs>
0: All, All right, right mate. So. Time for your great picks.
1: Wait, okay. In that division, we've got Marky Mark. Um, only just getting edged, Yeah. So he's yep. going to drop to five seven one tough season for Marky who's been probably the most consistent scorer, and then Ryan jumping up to ten wins and what have we got in the other one there Seahorse getting his uh, yeah 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 he's getting an anal operation. Not good. It's not good. But Brendan, look, this will absolutely cement him as a uh, a playoff team and really return him back to territory he hasn't been in for far too long, and it's uh, it'll be a good moment for Brendan. Uh, I'm not upset about that for him. Oh, I'll tell you what I am upset about. The Playmaker and Bobsled team have really started to hit the skids, man. And they are six and six. They go up against the five and seven Jizzpots, who, oh, man, I haven't seen an unluckier team since Marky Mark was the second highest scoring team in the whole league in 2018 and missed the playoffs, finished with a losing record, six and seven. So these two teams, um, I think, are both performing better than their record. Hertz versus Herbert fills my undies with sherbet. But both are in nice matchups, but on the road. So I'm going to give Justin the nod because Herbert just has this, he's just got this higher ceiling. And I believe in that. I know uh, that you see Hertz just kind of run around and make up points later in the game. But uh, I feel like that's not as able to be trusted as Herbert, who just had a bad day out against Denver. And I think will be really, really up to try and prove that was just a one-off. Damien Harris and Devin Singletary would be slightly less intimidating Than a backfield of a pair of drunk toddlers While across the hallway Justin is only starting Jonathan Taylor And Zeus Elliott Don't know if you know this Tay But uh, Jonathan Taylor Actually the best running back in the league By far Even better than Derrick Henry right now And might just, <laughs> <laughs> And you might even just outscore Ken's pair on his own Because you know He's playing Houston um, would you agree about uh, Jonathan Taylor being the best running back in the league by far right now, even better than Derrick Henry right now? <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> You're really, really all about that. There's a fractured fucking foot, all right? <laughs> that's, the, that's the call of fire. Um, Hollywood and Elijah Moore, they're actually a better pairing than I think I would have given Ken credit for just a month ago, but I still don't think they overcome Justin's pair. Or Justin's receivers, because uh, he's actually starting Devonta Smith and Chris Godwin, who both had a surprisingly quiet week last week. By the way, I did slip a joke about Justin's balls in there. Did you catch it?
0: Um, no,
1: mate, I never listen to what you say. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough, I wouldn't either. King <laughs> Beast versus the dickhole. We've been waiting all season for this, a clash so memorable. But I'm going to give Ken the biscuits in this spot, because the Jags linebackers have struggled lately. And this has got to be a chance for the Ramies to either get their offense right or all of them be sent to fucking New Zealand for a proper shagging. That's right. Made a New Zealanders shag sheep's joke on a podcast when we are in the top 100 in New Zealand. I'm so sorry, New Zealand. I love you guys. But, you know, Ken is starting Claypool in the flex, and I really like that over Justin's young starter, Rashad Bateman. All of a sudden, Ken actually trying to make a comeback, but that's where it all ends, and Jiz is finally going to get his team to 500 with a whopping 29-point win over the plucky Caribbean team. In terms of wildcard, Justin's actually pretty well positioned because of all his points, so he doesn't need to risk much in setting his lineups. So he can just, you know, set his best floor and make any opponent who he faces take moonshots. He does rely on other people's results to get him there, though.
0: Yeah, it's hard for me to back up playmaking Bob said team after I took him last week, and he scored 52, so... Yeah, not much else to say. You know, Gizpots, I mean, he hurt me last week in terms of taking him as the super, but, you know, his team's great and he just had a bit of a tough week last week and, you know, I can't see him losing this week. Nah, look at me, I think he's got that
1: one sewn up. The other game in this division, uh, so that'll pull Justin up to six and six, which would be equal with Ken. It would leapfrog him over Ken because he's got about 200 more points in scoring plus whatever the and
0: Yeah. Yeah, sorry, six and
1: seven. Yeah, you're right. Goodness. Um, And it would just repel him in front of Ken because he's got so much more scoring. But then there's a chance to go a three-way tie at six and seven here because TC is five and seven going into the week. Could you imagine a division where the worst team is six and seven? That's pretty good. That's amazing in a 16-team league. Um, But it also means that he'd be trying to steal a win off a nine-win team who've already booked their ticket. Um, And, you know, I was pretty happy to see Pete secure this division. But you know, TC still has the slimmest of chances to try and get himself to seven and seven and be in the sniff for a wild card too. But his scoring is a problem, and he is going to need to get a bit risky because just winning and getting to seven and seven won't be enough with the scoring that the other teams in the wild card hunt have. Now both these lads were coming off losses into last week, and then both won last week. But this nice run for Pete, I think, is about to hit the skids. Um, him winning just the whole way out, not a foregone conclusion. I'm going to give Pete the Nod a quarterback here. There is no way that Stafford at home to the Jags can be considered a worse matchup than Wentz at Houston. TC is going to get his wang out right here, okay? And he's going to start a dance of the apocalyptic ginger pubes because Mixon and Montgomery are easily preferred by me as a slam dunk over Gaskin and Connor. I'm also silently hoping that Mixon and Montgomery wear predominantly orange uniforms just to mark the ginger pube occasion. Mike Williams and Hunter Renfro have been a weirdly effective, like, supermarket brand version of wide receiver. While Pete starts, Tyreek Hill and... Jesus, Pete, where did your Guinness World Record for awesome wide receiver call go? Yeah, shit. Okay, so Robert Woods died a few weeks ago and now Debo Samuel's missing a week or two. And all of a sudden, Tyreek is actually Pete's only active wide receiver. So, like, wow. Wow, there's complete strength that Pete had over everybody in the entire universe is now his greatest weakness. And I can already hear the blood flowing into TC's wang. Now, our mate from the Hawk Watch, he's home to Minnesota and he's going toe-to-toe with Kyle Pitts home to Tampa. Now, contrary to popular belief, Tay, I'm not silly, Mini is a neat matchup for tight end and I expect Hawk to get TC's cock to be fully stocked and shoot his shot onto Pete's smock. So at this point, TC is starting to run away with it. He will likely have to start Brendan Cooks because it seems like Amari Cooper is still suffering COVID symptoms and made me say third game. Also, too, I think there's bigger problems with COVID in Denver. Uh, sorry, in Dallas. But um, that decision made easy because he really does have four trustworthy and start-worthy wide receivers, where Pete would be looking through the window, racked with jealousy, because he's got to start Dan Arnold in flex. That's his options. Doesn't that feel gross? Well, he's not going to play Dan Arnold because he's on the IR. Oh, God, he's dead. Wow. <laughs> Things move quick. <laughs> All right. What's Pete's options? Let's have a quick look at this. I don't even think he's got an option, does he? Matt uh, no, Matt
0: Breda, yeah. is that it? That's who he's picked up, yeah. So the, the waivers have run.
1: Pete, ginger ninjas unite oh god t c and the entire clan of folks who can be sunburnt by a full moon tell you what get out the sun cream, get your large brim hats and a long sleeve t shirt because that's how we celebrate us ginger folk and t
0: c wins by twenty one one of these uh guys will come up in the latest segment so I uh, won't go on further i'll um can i I'll just break our uh, rank for a second just talk about something funny. I just actually posted it in our messenger group um it was funny because we were talking about like. Mark was saying something about, oh, you know, I might be the only uh, person left in the playoffs out of us three in that group. Yeah. So he'll be going for me. And then he actually brought up Derrick Henry. He said, uh, you know, Derrick Henry, Um, you know, hopefully he comes back early. And oh, no, I said, oh, yeah, I'm not sure about it. Yeah. I didn't elaborate on that. I don't think anyone real knew or anything. I actually dropped him last week. Yeah. And I then no that. one said anything. <laughs> and then so I took a chance because I started looking at my team, and I basically had no flex last week because Jeff Wilson behind Eli Mitchell I never thought was going to be anything. So I took a chance and I dropped him for someone who I thought could be an okay flex and then thought, worst-case scenario, I don't think he's back until earliest week 17, and then I'm not even sure you'll get what you want out of him anywhere near by then anyway. But I always thought that if no one noticed or said anything, I'd probably get him back. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, i just know i put I put a waiver claim in. It wasn't even my top waiver claim. I just thought if someone noticed, they're going to get him for me anyway. And then I got him back. So I just thought I'd actually throw a message out to the group to see if anyone actually noticed that I dropped him because it would have been sort of a funny thing to talk about. But um, I I put in a lot of waiver claims this week and. <laughs> Got a few of them because I had a lot of guys I could drop because I had like, you know, Tyrod that I replaced oh, yeah, in Mahomes gosh. with a quarterback. I had I Engram. Your uh Jeff Wilson to me means nothing anymore. Like there were a lot of people. And to be oh, honest, man, he meant nothing just, before. Oh, I, <laughs> I won't take up this whole podcast about it, but the one guy I was happy to get was Sony Michelle. I actually I put him at the top because Henderson Looks like he's suffered some sort of like uh, thigh issue or something. They haven't guaranteed he'll be out, but I just feel like if I can lock up that backfield uh, because I don't really have too much backing it up, if I can get an actual legit backup to someone, a handcuff, uh, I think it matters because Henderson seems to get banged up a lot. So I thought getting Sonny Michel mattered because even if Henderson still plays this week, at least I know I feel like I've got that running back too sewn up with both of those guys.
1: Mm, well, all right. Knowing that a little bit, I- I'd
0: seen you dropped Henry.
1: And- yeah, uh, yeah, I need to pick him up because I need to win now. I, uh,
0: yeah, I, uh, yeah, it was more I about like guys like yeah. Ryan or I thought it might have been Ryan or Pete or yeah. someone else that like thought that they might just have a laugh that, you know, this guy, what if he comes back two weeks early and you'll be freaking hating your life? And to be honest, I, I did have the thought that I wouldn't even bother picking him back up, Um, but it was kind of almost like when Mark said that in the group, I was like you know what, I might just get him back just in case because, you know, what if that did happen and it'd be so shit. So I'm like, you know what, because I'm sort of holding Chase Edmonds as well. Uh, it sort of made it hard. Um, you know, I need those sort of extra spots. But um, with the, how the uh, waivers ran this week, I'm not too uh, displeased with how it went. But uh, look, I might drop Derrick Henry again. Who knows? Just depends on injuries. Looking at the three guys who've got the most wins in the league right now, uh, combined
1: with me, we have uh, two championships between us all. So uh, it'd be nice to see one of the guys who are currently (laughs) at the top um, break through and get their maiden championship. Because, I mean, this is becoming a thing where in our 16 teams, uh, something like nine different champions over 11 years, which is amazing. So, you know, I'd like to see that continue, that number to keep growing.
0: And that's awesome because you want that. You want you know, everyone being a legit chance every year. And it just shows how much everyone cares about this league.
1: Oh, hundred percent. It's the best thing about it. It's absolutely the best thing about it. And it's only grown
0: so much more in the recent years too. Um, Cause I think it makes yeah. the prestige of winning at heart better. Like you, you want to win a tough league and where everyone's really committing and 16 teams and everything can go wrong and four bench spots. And, you know, it's so hard to actually get win it. So oh. yeah, it's great. This is like Survivor of fantasy. It is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's not just enough to get near the final. you got it. You got to be the sole Survivor, man. Oh, we're into your division, brother, too. And uh, I'm going to save your matchup to last. I'm going to start with the Struggletown Snag Dogs, who are seven and five going into the week. They're going to play the four and eight Canberra Crusaders. And, then, you know, these last few seasons have not been Tim Tim's friend. Here he is Again. Looking at a season that has gone horribly wrong after starting 2-0, and you guys faced off in week three as undefeated teams, and you might have been the harbinger of doom because he's just won two of his next 10. I feel horrible for Tim Tim. But you know what? He's actually going to give Joelio a bit of a game here, and it's going to be desperately needed by around a half a dozen teams around the league who would like to see one of these wildcard slots open up. Now, Joel hasn't got a shot to knock you off at the top of the division today. He really doesn't. Given that scoring gap, you know, just simply winning is only good to shut down one of the wildcard slots. He's no chance of taking the division. Uh, But if he does win, even this week, it really does slam the door on anyone else getting one of those wildcard spots off him and will bookmark him a return to the playoffs. He was the two seed last year and he will be one of the very few from last year's playoffs with any prospect of heading back to the finals for a second year in a row. Now, Tim Tim got nothing but a yeast issue from Baker last week, as predicted by Taylor, and kicks him to the curb to welcome back Kyler, which is great. But Jolio, this is where the rot begins. Aaron Rodgers on a bye. is going to leave Jolio looking for waivers, and he's going to start. And I left that blank because I'm like, well, he's got Cam on his bench, but Cam's also on by. So surely he's got a waiver claim. He didn't Taysom have a waiver. waiver claim. He's got Taysom Hill. So there you go. That's who he's going to start. Now, it's not all doom and gloom because Taylor's boyfriend, Josh Jacobs, and everyone's new mate, Najee Harris, are a great couple, and they're far preferable to Tim's calamitous Mike Dick-on-a-plate-Davis and Jamal Williams, who are his current starts. And, and I think Williams will be a more valuable start this week than most weeks A Jamal Williams' start would be a valuable start. But I think he's got capped upside. I, yeah. He's not DeAndre Swift. He will never be a DeAndre Swift, and he will never get DeAndre Swift's volume. <laughs> Jolio should be starting Cup and Ayuk against CD Lamb and Adam Thielen. And to me, that's pretty even. Would you say that? I don't know how you pick between those
0: guys. I'd probably go CD Thielen, to be honest. It's it's close, you know? It's close. It's a matter of personal
1: taste. That, that's tight like
0: uh, you know, <laughs> the first and fourth best of that group against second and third. It's just really, yeah, it's pretty nice.
1: tough.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. Uh, tight end isn't, though. Ertz versus Fant leaves me confident that Joel gets the lead back here. Either Callaway or Darrell Williams against Emmanuel Sanders or AJ Green also leave me leaning towards Joel, and I think he'll get the job done here, and he'll also sell up one of these wildcard spots and really just lock everyone else out who's not in the East now. Um, He'll get the job done by twelve points.
0: Yeah, look, it's for the good of the league. It's better if he loses, (laughs) like you've mentioned. Um, I heard your 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 earlier week pod, and it definitely would open up and throw a cat amongst the pigeons if he did lose. Um, I do think there's some for people that need him to lose. There's some definite reasons why Tim could win this. I. I think it'll be closer than 12. Um, I just think Joel might be like shitting his pants over the week because there's some issues. Like, Taysom Hill can do anything. Like, Taysom Hill, I agree. Like, he could come out within the week, but he could also get minus. Like he, He's just coming out. He's got no one to throw to. I know he's not normally a great passer anyway. He's going to do it himself. But if yeah. that offense isn't decent, how does he even get the goal line work? Because they won't even be there. So, well, I <laughs> do think that's going to be an issue. I do think it's an issue. Josh Jacobs actually looked great last week. That was the best I've seen him, probably ever. I uh, like look I, again, I don't like don't dislike Josh Jacobs no, the man. I disliked the where he was getting drafted, and with everything with Kenyon Drake, I had issues, but in that game he looked fantastic, and all it took was say like Waller going out, and they started throwing to the running back position more. And Jacobs was getting a lot of it, and he looked great. So look, <laughs> I'm more than happy to say that. I've got no issues against Jacob, so I just think the situation was there. Um, Najee's worrying me a tad more than any time this year. Uh, just last week, they clearly shut him down because of those uh, concussion issues he had the week before. If they're getting pizzled again early, he's just going to get shut down again. He's their future. Um, I think Jamal Williams actually has a really good shot to have a great week. I agree with you, though, that he's got capped upside and yep. Mike Davis is a skin skinless dog on a fucking plastic <laughs> plate. Um, I won't go too much further. and I'm probably talking too much. But I agree with you. But, um, yeah, I think it's going to be close.
1: The skinless dog. Love it. Everyone loves a skinless dog, mate. Um, or one with too much skin What are they called? Sharpays Those dogs are fun They're so ugly They're cute um, I don't know if Mike Williams fall- Sorry <laughs> Mike Williams I don't know if Mike Davis Falls into that category Mike Williams definitely does <laughs> yes. um, Last matchup of the round mate I've been saving it I almost always do uh, Gnomes versus the Vinegar Struggles um, Gnomes go into the week 5 and 7 The Struggles 9 and 3 and, mate, I couldn't have been less convinced by this struggles team when the Chiefs aren't there. They looked really fucking average. And I also thought, same team, completely beatable the week before when it coughed and spluttered its way to 110 on the back of 45 touchdowns from Austin Eckler. So, mate, finally this week I've actually got less reservations about this horrible team, otherwise horrible team. Um, this week I actually think they're going to perform all right. And, and they don't have it all easy, all right? I'm going to see... Early on, if Jerry has a case, because Dak is the Thursday night game against this New Orleans team who weren't excellent against Buffalo. I mean, that's probably the kind way of saying completely shithouse. They were shithouse. They were fucking shithouse against Buffalo. So being embarrassed on national TV and then potentially getting some service back from Kamara will be a reason, I think, to expect a little bit more of a stout all-round performance. Now, Mahomes, welcome me back to your lineup, mate. That'll be nice, but he has Denver coming to visit. Not ordinarily too worrisome. Gee, their D looks far better. And all they needed to do was trade away some joker name. Lov- what was his name? Von something? Von Miller? Never heard of her. Uh, now she's playing somewhere else. And have a look at our greatest defenses. So I just kind of wonder what that's got in store for Mahomes and whether that might slow him down in a time where you'd otherwise think he sees his team twice a year, he's going to pick them apart. So
0: I don't know. It if was von, von, von Wanker. I just looked it up.
1: <laughs> von, von Wanker. Yeah. He sounds like one of those like... I don't know. He sounds like a Dutch shoemaker, doesn't he? Von, Von Yeah, he's a Von Um <laughs> Von Trapp. Maybe he has a family of singing children somewhere over in the Highlands. And, and he's in the Navy in a completely landlocked country. Nothing suspicious about that. All right. My digressions of the sound of music aside, I can see they're lost on you, young man. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. No idea. Why could Patterson has been such a star in fantasy this year? I've got no clue, but he has been. He just fucking has been. And now he gets to face Tampa. Um, It is well documented, the Tampa thing. But do you consider him a receiver or do you consider him a running back? We had this conversation about J.D. McKissick.
0: What I actually think he is, is I actually think they use him against the other team's strength. So watch him have four carries for 10 yards, but nine catches for 81 yards and two touchdowns.
1: At this point, while they're like a five-win team, does it fucking matter?
0: (laughs) No.
1: You know. (laughs) Okay, good. David Johnson, speaking of things that don't matter, David Johnson will be the lead for Houston against Indy. Um, Mate, give me Eckler and Henderson slash Michelle over them and the beginnings of a handy lead for the Vinegar Strumpets. Um, I changed your name mid Matchup there from vinegar struggles to vinegar strumpets. Not
0: vinegar storks or <laughs> <laughs> vinegar storks. You're going to say
1: it like balky from Perfect Strangers. Again, <laughs> young man, you'll have to YouTube that. DJ Johnson is one of my very favorite wide receivers in football and in fantasy. I really love watching that guy. I really do. But Jerry has no choice other than to stick Chenault next to him who's going to LA. So give me Keenan Allen. Although we, we recently renamed him. We're calling him KJ Allen because all your wide receivers have to have initials, right? There's AJ Brown, DK Metcalf. We're calling him KJ Allen, right? So stick him next to DK Metcalf, even though Russ seemingly hates that text ahead freak. Now, I don't know how you ever take anyone in a tight end battle against Travis Kelsey, but uh, Dalton, Shields He is not going to be that person. <laughs> so, <laughs> moving on to the flex. Moving past the flex, Wayne Gorman and Rex Burkett It's <laughs> so uninspiring. Oh, God, I'd rather just
0: ram my head into a wall than finish that sentence. <laughs> that sounds like the worst match. I, I, if he doesn't get minus, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs>
1: this is so shit. What happened to this amazing team and now you've got Rex Burkett? Anyway, you said all year your team is not indestructible and you're right. That said, you're going to do enough to get to 10 wins and all but lock up a first round bye in the playoffs before your hot date with the snag dogs next week. So, mate, rest assured, 10 wins is in the books for you.
0: Have you looked at our matchup again, like recently, in the last like five minutes? Not in the last like five
1: minutes. I've been a bit busy Can you, calling you the Viniagre Storks.
0: Did you see who I've put in flex against oh, him? Fuck, here we go. Don't look, don't look. I'm saying <laughs> don't look. I will respect your wishes. It may uh, be something that comes up later.
1: <laughs> I am going to leave myself in a state of surprise. It's one of the rare times where the words "respect" and "you" turn up in the same sentence out of my mouth. <laughs> so- Again, mate, professionalism. <laughs> <Right there. laughs> mate, I'm all done. I'm calling you. Get the win. I'm calling that. Uh, you know, struggle town get the win and wrap up. That, that means Brendo and Struggle Town will really wrap up those flex spots. And the only playoff spot really up for grabs will be the East. And uh, we all need to pull for Jackal. 15 of us, we can do this. Let's pull. <laughs> if there's something we're all good at, it's pulling. The
0: man, the myth, the legend. Do we have a vomit bucketing drop? Go high, go middle, or go low. You heard it first. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that just makes no sense to me at all. You all know what time it is. It really becomes about personal opinions and preference. Taylor talk time. Hey, this is Tim from Bad Council. You want some good counsel? Keep listening to Astro League Podcast from the land down under. Play. Play it. This is the Astro League Fantasy Football Podcast. League-specific news, information, and stats. With your obnoxious commissioner, Maddie C.